we hear this phrase all the time of like being a girl's girl and like mm -hmm. what does it mean to be a girl's girl i could have gotten more out of those moments totally if i would have gone all in as a girl's girl you just have to keep pushing and keep putting yourself out there and being open because female friendships are literally life-saving you're listening to the big sister complex podcast the podcast where two big sisters and recovering perfectionists figure out their 20s in real time. We're exploring the elements of our lives from building relationships to establishing our early careers and celebrating all of the imperfections along the way. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Sister Complex podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Riley. And we are recording in a new room today. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm feeling very cozy, yeah. feeling very comfortable. So we'll just see see what happens here. Yeah. Usually when we record, we actually don't have air conditioning and we've been <laughs> recording all summer in Florida. So you can imagine how that goes. We've been sweaty. Yeah. Um, I have some fun updates and I just need to hit the top, top of the podcast. Everyone needs to hear the cutest thing that Blair is saying right now. I had Drew record it today. No way. So we could listen together. Oh my God. Because it is the cutest thing. So we've been teaching her all done in like more sign language for a really long time. And she's just figured out how to say all done. Let me hear so, it. Let's let's see if we can hear what she says. <laughs> all done. All done. And sometimes she really holds out the all. She'll be like, all done. <laughs> I can do it like that. It's so cute. It's literally the best part I of my day. Her. Every day. Yeah, she's a queen. That's amazing. Do you have any other updates with Blair? Anything new? Nothing with Blair because I don't want to talk about her too much because I'm more than just a mother. Amen. I'm also shame on me. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go sit in the shame corner. <laughs> I feel like I'm loving my different drinks, not like alcoholic drinks, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm I'm loving. Okay, I made a pumpkin syrup for my coffee. No way. It's like a simple syrup, pumpkin flavored. So mm. I'm adding that to my coffee in the morning. How did you get it pumpkin flavored? Pumpkin puree. Ooh. It's so good. And then I did like pumpkin spices. Mm -hmm. Just made a simple syrup with it, put it in the fridge. I just add a little bit to my coffee because it is like sugar. Mm -hmm. But that ugh, makes it feel like fall. Mm -hmm. um, I got, I was influenced by TikTok and I am in my Diet Coke era. Slash Coke Zero. You and, and Michael both, he literally came to me the other day. He was like, we're going to get Coke for the house. I'm going to get Coke Zero. Because I've always been like, no soda in the house. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I'm a psychopath. Probably someone's going to hear this and can't, most likely our friend Rachel's going to cancel me for that. But <laughs> it's just how I was raised. And Michael's like, all the cool kids have Coke Zero in their fridge now. Okay. Like it's a thing. Diet Coke and Coke Zero are coming back. And, like, with pebbled ice and mm -hmm. this one girl, I think her name is Kristen on TikTok. I don't know how to pronounce it. She, like, has gone famous for her, like, midday Diet Coke breaks. And she does all of these different cute ways to have a Diet Coke. And she adds these true lime and true lemon packets. So, of course, I got them. Of course. And now I add those. Well, first off, in the Coke, it's amazing. She's incredible. Because, like, Coke with a little bit of citrus, it's just, like, oh, it's so crispy. It just tastes so good. Like at three o'clock, that's just what my soul needs. Um, but the true lime and true lemon packets, I've been putting them in my water and I've been drinking so much more water and mm -hmm. they're not like sugar. They're literally just crystallized lemon and lime. Like there's nothing else in them. It's not like a Splenda or something like yeah. that. So I don't feel bad about it. 
I actually put the packets in Blair's water sometimes. No she Does loves she like lemon. It? She loves lemon and lime, uh-huh. and she loves drinking her water. I'm like, if I love lemon water, I'm sure she would too. Yeah, I'm drinking like a citrusy. It's like um, electrolyte water packet right those now are in delicious. my water. Yeah, it's really Is it good. Liquid IV. No, it's not liquid IV. I it's, can't do those. I can do. I don't mind the saltiness. It, the passion fruit one, which everyone says is the best hot take, I think is the worst. What one were you microdosing me with <laughs> last night? We went out. Oh, <laughs> uh, the lemon lime. It was the, fine. It was the really good. The lemon lime one was fine. The passion fruit one is disgusting. Chelsea and I had a girls' night like maybe <laughs> two weeks ago. Yeah. A week ago, two weeks. I don't know. We went to Tampa. We went to Seven One Seven Bar. Green lemon. And then green lemon, mm-hmm. and. I'm, like, notoriously a lightweight. Like, it does not take a lot for me, which I prefer because it's very inexpensive. But um, Chelsea was dosing my water all throughout the night. She would just lean over and, like, tap a little bit of a liquid IV packet into my water. It definitely looked like I was drugging you. Yeah, it looked like you were trying to roofie me. (laughs) I was just trying to help you. No, I appreciate it, and I felt great the next day. Like, I felt completely fine. glad you did. I did not. Yeah. Well, you should have should have maybe been saving some for yourself, but I appreciate how worried you were about me. Okay. Also, on the topic of Diet Coke, I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, and so I feel like I have to say this because I do consider it a fun fact about me, even though I don't really care, but it's just my go-to, like... I think it's personally one of the best fun facts anyone has ever had. Well, geez. Way to hype it up. Everyone's going to be <laughs> disappointed now. But my fun fact is that I've never had Coke or, like, I've never had Pepsi I've never had, like, Dr. Pepper. Mr. Any, Pib? Nope. Root beer? I've had root beer, okay. and I've had a cream soda. Mm-hmm. And I've what about had, orange Fanta? I've had an orange soda, like, cream, cream scully soda once when I was little. Okay. And I Sprite. feel like, yeah, I've had... I Because of your upset tummy, you need a Sprite. Yeah, right? like, when I get nauseous, mm-hmm. I will drink, like, a Sprite or a ginger ale. Mm-hmm. But I've never had, like, a dark soda, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know why. It just does not appeal to me. It looks really gross. Like, I don't like the smell. Like, if Michael drinks one, the smell grosses me out. Oh, I love it. The bubbles, the crispiness. We grew up having soda in our house all the time. We'd have, like, two liters. And that was, like, if we were getting dinner, like, that's what I would get would be a soda. Mm. And now I'm thinking about, like, that is so terrible for you just to, like, (laughs) drink that much sugar, like, with a meal. So... The only time, so okay, Drew and I have also agreed to be a no soda household, mm-hmm. and then we cave here and there because sometimes we we'll like a good rum and coke, so we want to buy like the canned coke because a canned coke tastes better than a bottled coke, and you can't argue with me on that. Like it's just I delicious. No, I can't argue with you, <laughs> especially if it's been in the fridge, like the back of the fridge for four days, so it's super cold. Mm. Those are great. Wow, I'm like I need to go get it. Really day. passionate <laughs> about this. Okay, also Chelsea and I. Our recording is, like, very weird right now because we usually record in the morning in Michael's studio. And it's 4.56. Yeah, we're doing, like, a late afternoon, early evening recording in my house in Mm -hmm. our guest bedroom. Right. (laughs) Because... It's a whole new environment It just has a different schedule today, so it's, like, new environment, new time. Usually I'm, like, chugging coffee. Right. Right now I'm having water, and then we're going to go to Swan Brewing after this and get some BOGO drinks. Yeah. I'm probably going to do a cider. They have, hopefully they still have it. It's this thing called Cool Frost. Mm. And it's like a seltzer, but it tastes like blue Gatorade. Yummy. Mm, pretty good. Might have to try it. Keep you guys posted. 
We should get a picture tonight. Every time Ugh. Chelsea and I go anywhere, we're like, we should get a picture. And then we never do. So if you follow us on Instagram, you've seen every photo of Chelsea and I that exists. Ever taken. I like all argue, nine of them. <laughs> I, I would argue that's how you know you're good friends. Yeah, Everyone I agree. says the fewer photos you have with them, the closer you are. Yeah, because even like my friend Ash on her birthday, I had nothing to post. Like we yeah. have like maybe two pictures and that's how I am with you. Like I feel like my go-to pictures to post with my close friends are like pictures of them in my wedding or me in their wedding right but i have some friends who like we just weren't in each other's weddings or we didn't yeah. become friends till after that and we just don't take pictures no and it's so yep. hard well most of the time like when i'm coming over to hang out it's like i'm hanging out at your house so we're not dolled up to the nines right wanting to take a cute photo it just never <laughs> it's yeah. literally never happened i literally texted you on the way here i look like a hobo yeah but that's okay i think you look great your hair is curled that's true. I did have a meeting, so, like, my face had to be presentable today. Yeah. I'm the opposite. Like, I have my makeup on, but my hair is just, like, air-dried from the shower, and I'm wearing whatever this is. No, no. It's laundry day. That's what I'm wearing. You guys can just let your imagination wander. Um, okay. Let's get into it. Yeah. Today we're talking about how we were not always girls' girls, and mm-hmm. it feels a little controversial, but Oof. we're just going to be open and honest and vulnerable, and we've grown from it. Yeah. And last week we talked all about feminine energy, and it mm-hmm. was so good. That was like probably that and your birth story episode are the episodes that we've gotten the most feedback about. Oh, wow. Like people really, really connected with that. So mm-hmm. if you haven't listened to the feminine energy one... Listen um, to it, yeah. Go listen sure. to it. We don't know everything. We don't have everything figured out, but... I feel like we've been trying to learn a lot about feminine energy yeah. and just like we talked about it last week, but like girlhood and like being a girl and being a girl's girl is like having its moment right now. It's like coming back into yeah. like, like being soft is beautiful. Yeah. Like girls are wearing bows. Like it's just cute to be a girl. Yeah. And it's been so much fun. So we talk all about that. So go listen. And it just got Chelsea and I thinking like we hear this phrase all the time of like being a girl's girl and like Mm -hmm. what does it mean to be a girl's girl yeah and then we were talking about it we're like oh like i was not always a girl's girl i was definitely a pick me like i hate pink i like i'm friends with the guys i never wanted so dramatic yeah it was just oh gosh girls were so dramatic in high school so what were you like in like middle and high school (sighs) honestly I loved hanging out with the guys. Mm-hmm. That's like I just found that they were low drama. I played sports, so that was I was a little bit always more like on the athletic end of like girlhood, mm-hmm. and I never loved like dressing up or being in a dress or like getting ready for like a formal or like having to go to prom or homecoming or something like that. I hated it. Like I hated doing your hair and makeup. Now I live for that. I'm like, <laughs> I want a fun, fun formal event to go to. Like, yeah. I want to get ready with all the girls. I did all of those things, but I wasn't loving it. Yeah. When I was there, part of that, I think I was really insecure growing up, mm. and and I think like I became a girl's girl after I got married. Well, one because it's like you can't be best friends with guys after you're married. Just yeah, not a good I think look. That's kind of true. It's just weird like if i was to tell drew i'm gonna go hang out with these three guys he'd be like no that's yeah. why like i'll come with you but not just you also who are these guys <laughs> where did you meet them <laughs> who are friends yeah so i think it was just easier for me to be friends with guys in high school so i think it all boiled back to like an insecurity mm-hmm. i was insecure about myself so like 
dressing up and like doing your hair and makeup and like being a girl and not like saying flaunting your body but embracing that like feminine side because I was insecure with myself like how I looked I didn't want to do that yeah and then also I was insecure with myself with like oh I want someone to love me so like hanging out with guys and getting their attention was great too Mm -hmm. so I never was uh I don't know I was just Chelsea and the boys interesting what about you um I would not say I was a tomboy like I wasn't really athletic or any of that but like I loved you know I I think I had really strong friendship with my like girlfriends like I was Mm -hmm. just texting today like my group of best friends from middle and high school and we still stay in touch um so I think I'm really lucky in that respect we also had a huge friend group when I was in middle and high school and it was pretty evenly split guys and girls Mm -hmm. like we all went to all the dances together we would like switch who was dates with who like we were just all friends yeah so that was really fun like most of my memories from middle and high school were like going to you know somebody's house and all the girls and all the guys being there and we'd like run around on the golf course or have movie nights or just like hang out and of course there was always drama like oh, these two are, like, talking now, or, like, these two are dating now, and, yep. you know, blah, 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 but... The fun high school love. Right, but it it never, it never, like, ruined the vibe. Like, we mm-hmm. all stayed friends, so I think I'm really lucky in that way. I think where I wasn't a girl's girl is, like, and I think this is just a maturity thing, but I think in high school especially, definitely, like, my friends and I let boys get between us, mm-hmm. you know? And, yeah. like... If, it, if there was a choice between, like, looking cool in front of a girlfriend or looking cool in front of a guy that you like, you're, like, I would always choose looking cool in front of the guy. Yeah. Which, in I hindsight, like I'm, like, most, cringe. Most girls that age do that, I think. Yeah. That's why I said, like, I think it's a maturity thing, so I'm not mm-hmm. going to, like, be hard on myself for it. But I think, like, now, I don't know if it's getting older or being married or what, but it's like now, like, I don't care what a guy thinks of me. Like, even guy, even, like, my guys that are friends or, like, my friend's husbands, like, I'm always going to side with the girl. Even if a girl's wrong, I'm backing her. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard that TikTok sound that's like, because she's a girl, because she's a female, because she's not a boy. That's me. That's us. Like, why do you agree with that person? I'm like, because she's a girl. <laughs> Therefore, she's I, right. So I side with the girls. Yeah, which might not be, I'm, I mean, it's all, you know, whatever, I'm joking. But I think, like, in that phase of my life, I was very also insecure. Mm-hmm. And so anytime I thought a guy liked me or if I wanted a guy to like me, mm-hmm. I was like, I will do whatever it takes right. for this guy to, like, think I'm funny or think for I'm sure. cute or think I'm pretty. And if it pisses off one of my friends, like, Don't care. we'll recover. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we'll be fine. And honestly, I wasn't wrong because we all are fine. <laughs> but definitely there were, like, some rocky moments, I think, in high school. Yeah. I think back to high school and middle school, and there's, like, two or three girls that come to my mind as being the ultimate girls girls and oh, that's so cool they and they like are still to this day and some of them are married and stuff but when i think about them they were always like oh do you guys want to come walk the lake and like we can talk like girls or like come over and let's do like bake brownies at our house and watch a movie like just the girls or like whatever yeah. and or the girls can come over and and it wasn't that they just didn't 
like it wasn't that they didn't want to invite the guys but it was like they loved their girl time like that was what they loved and for me I'm like if I'm doing any extracurriculars outside of the house like I want to flirt with somebody (laughs) like that was like (laughs) my mission and so obviously there were different like priorities there but I think they really had it narrowed in like who their friends were and how they got like joy or something like that like they loved spending that time and part of me looks back and is like dang I wish I would have done things a little bit differently because I almost tried out for like the cheerleading team then I was like oh my gosh I cannot be on the cheerleading team with all those girls like that's drama I don't want to do it and now I'm like what a fun experience that could have been or like I was in a sorority and like I didn't do all the things I did a lot of them but not all of them and I didn't always I didn't go 100% in because I wasn't a girl's girl and now I look back on my like high school self and my college self and I was like I loved my life and I'm not like mad but I'm like I could have gotten more out of those moments totally if I would have gone all in as a girl's girl and not cared about these other things on the side do you think you didn't go all in because you weren't a girl's girl or do you think you were just like maybe a little shy or introverted because for me like I was also in a sorority and I did not go all in like I didn't even I, I never even actually, well, I also dropped out of school, so that was part of it, but I pledged a sorority, and I did yeah. one semester of it, so I okay. never, like, went through the whole, like, I was never sworn in or whatever you do. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. you know, write my, actually, I did do something weird. They took me in a basement, and I had to write my hand, or I had to write my name in a book with, like, a feather quill, but it wasn't, like, the final thing. Oof, you better not say that loud like, what you did. Standards is going to come <laughs> just find <resurged>. you. <laughs> I completely forgot that happened. What I'm not it? even kidding. Wait, what is it called? You go from a pledge to I don't know. That's what I'm trying. Is it like you go from sister. a pledge to like a sister? I think so. Because I pledged the first few months and then I got into the sorority and it was like this weird, everyone had to wear white dresses and That's what I did though. So maybe I did do it. On. Maybe I did. And then, because maybe I did it like right in December and then I just didn't come back for oh, second probably. semester because we all wore white mm-hmm. well the pledges were white all the sisters were black yep. they took us down in groups of like four or five into yes. the basement of the sorority house and they were doing some creepy like Gregorian chant sing-songy <laughs> song and they then probably were singing their creed they were but it was like monotone and like no did you have to oh my drink god from it wasn't cup? it wasn't monotone yes I did drink from a cup but it was like juice but um, they were singing. We, I was a Pi Fi. What were you? Delta Zeta. Okay, so they were singing the Pi Fi song, and but they were singing it like so creepy and like whispery. They're like, Pi Beta Phi, we sing it. Or like it was like, <laughs> I could do it fast because it was also our dinner song. They're like, Pi Beta Phi, we sing it toasty to every daughter of our fraternity. Hail the wine and blue. But they were whispering it. No, and there no, was no, like no, 30 no. of them in the basement and it was just candles. That's like a horror movie. It was a horror movie. I'm not even kidding. I think I blocked that out. You probably until did. We <laughs> just started talking about it. I remember ours because we were all sitting there in white dresses and like obviously all my friends are pledges. Mm-hmm. And we were all like, we look like the virgins that are getting ready to be literally sacrificed. i was like am i gonna be sacrificed right now this is like the intro of a stephen king book and <laughs> it's gonna be like we need the blood of virgins and I'm like, well look somewhere else buddy <laughs> jokes on you <laughs> anyway but it was really i think i didn't go all in with it because i was really um shy and i was really yeah. introverted and i remember like i would go to the house and 
people would invite me like, oh, we're doing a study night or like we're hanging out. And I'd go to like the mandatory dinner and then I'd want to go back to my dorm with my roommate. Mm. And I think also sometimes introverts and I'm saying this as an introvert, but I think sometimes introverts find each other and enable each other. Because, like, my freshman year roommate was also an introvert, and she also – she was in a different sorority. Mm. And I remember we both had mandatory Monday night dinners, and we'd, like, go to the dinner, stay for, like, the announcements and all the, you know, (laughs) housekeeping, blah, blah, blah. And then we'd, like, ditch as soon as possible and go back to our dorm room and be like, oh, my God, that was awful. (laughs) And it really wasn't awful. No, it's not. I think if I had bought in, it would have been fun. Yeah, it would have been. It's just – if I'm being really honest with myself, I think maybe I was a little, like, too cool for school about it. True. Like, I was just like, oh, this is weird. But then I'm like, well, you dummy. Like, you went, you paid and you pledged you for it. Like, why would you yeah. do it? I just think I, I don't know, I didn't buy all the way in. But I wish I would have. I wish I would have just been like, you know, who I cares? S- I see Rush Talk because obviously Rush Talk, right? Right. And I'm like, dang, I really could have, obviously I'm not trying to be TikTok famous. I'm like, but I could have <laughs> had a sorority moment, like. When I think back to my sorority career, I'm like, eh, it was, like, fine. Mm-hmm. I went to a fun socials here and there. Like, we did a few fun things. But overall, it was just I didn't have a great time. And, of course, like, I have a daughter now. And so I'm thinking, like, oh, what do I want her to experience in the world? I'm like, I hope she gets more out of if she chooses that yeah. that experience than I did. Because I literally see my friends now who've been graduated for years that have kids that are like oh I want to bring our daughter back to our house maybe when and they're like it I think it's less about the look of it and more of the I had a connection to something that mm-hmm. I want her to have like I have a connection to this house this group of girls these people like I'm still in a Facebook group with our sorority of like for people to do networking and all of that stuff yeah. and it's more than just like hot girls at a football game yeah it's it is i think a sorority is one of the ultimate girls girls yeah and i think like i don't know it's kind of weird i feel like right now sororities are having like a very weird moment where people are either like i'm a girl's girl i'm all in like this is the most fun thing ever or they're like watching that bama rush documentary like (laughs) picking it apart being like this is an actual (sighs) cult which i think alabama is like its own its own breed different breed of sorority because i went obviously to the university of south dakota so it's like it was very chill yeah but it was really fun like i honestly i enjoyed the time that i was there ucf was not chill our entire greek life was put on probation because the year before um a girl lost her life crossing the street like a, a huge six lane highway because um this one sorority not ours was the like, hazing thing? hazing and made her drink like an entire bottle of alcohol and she was trying to walk home and got hit by a car and so every so when i was like entering greek life everyone oh was God. on strict obviously because that girl passed it was terrible that is so, so it's like sad. ucf is known for being crazy yeah and it wasn't even really crazy the one year i was in it thank god because i don't think i could have survived yeah I mean, obviously, there were, like, parties and stuff. Like, I'm not saying it was chill in that way. But, I mean, like, it was chill in the sense that I wasn't at, like, Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, I never really felt like, oh, they're not going to pick me. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like when I was watching the Bama Rush documentary, it was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the house I want. And there's, like, a 10% chance of them picking me. Well, Whereas when the- I rushed, it's also, like, it was a smaller school yeah. and a smaller group of pledges. So it was kind of, like, this is the house I liked. I got along with all the girls. They're probably going to pick me. 
I feel like the Alabama is a lot like how UF is in Florida, where it's like generations upon generations of families have gone there. Oh, yeah, like legacy and, stuff? Yes, yeah, like legacies, and like you grow up going to the games or visiting your parents' houses or something like that. So I feel like these people get brought up thinking this is like social suicide if they don't get it. Yeah. Well, I remember my aunt was like an Alpha Phi or Alpha Phi, I don't know. Okay, Omega? No, it's definitely like... 80 by. No, it was Alpha, Alpha something. I don't know, maybe, maybe we didn't have that chapter at my school. Yeah. Um, but she was that, and so I did, I remember, like, I remember I narrowed it down to, like, three houses or chapters mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was Pi Phi, the Alpha one that my aunt was in, and there was, mm-hmm. like, a Delta's, Delta something Omega. It was, like, the X, whatever that is. Anyway, mm-hmm. and... I remember, like, wanting to be in the one that my aunt had done because I was like, oh, it's, like, family. That'd be cool. But I just honestly didn't like the house. (laughs) Like, the house was not as cute as the other ones. I was like, listen, I might have to live here for, like, multiple years. And I really, like, actually, it was really cool. So, okay, speaking of, like, girls, girl Mm -hmm. vibes, I, when I, when I was, like, looking at all the different houses... I had the biggest crush on this guy when I was in high school. I was, like, crushing over him, like, just following him around like a puppy dog. And his girlfriend was a year older than us, and she was at my school. Okay. So when I was looking around all the things, she ended up being in the Pi-Fi house, and I was terrified because I was, like, I didn't know her at all, mm-hmm. but I was, like, just scared of her. Yeah, you know what I mean? Makes sense. We ended up getting along so well. Aww. And she ended up being my big sister. Wait, that's so cute. It was so cute. And I, like, it was just so honestly awesome because obviously it was, like, I had a crush on, like, her boyfriend. I'd never met her. Not yeah. Obviously nothing ever happened. It was just, like, he yeah, was yeah, just yeah. dreamy and I looked at him from afar. For sure. But it was so cool because I was, like, oh, I don't have to be afraid of this girl and, like, go her for like nabbing this like fine guy (laughs) like good for you sis and i am over it and there are new people here for me to obsess over at the rock climbing gym so i'll be doing that and it was really really fun being her like little Little sister and we got super close and we stay in touch still and she's now married to someone else so the guy is completely irrelevant but it's funny because it's like out of me wanting to like be like we were kind of friends so it was like right. out of me wanting to be like cool and like oh maybe someday this guy will like me and like meeting right. his girlfriend and being like oh my god right. yikes and being afraid of her like we became friends and, and now he's, he's like picture. completely irrelevant honestly you know this is reminding me of hmm. our first episode it, i was thinking the same thing i was like because we were scared of each other we were i really do think and maybe this isn't right but from what i thought about it is I feel like people who can be girls girls are have some sort of just security about who they are Mm -hmm. not saying you can't be insecure and not be a girls girl but I think there's just some I don't know I don't know how to wrap my mind around or what what I'm trying to say but it makes sense I get what you're saying I think what it is is girls girls are inviting yes like girls girls see other girls and they invite them to the table they're like hey come sit with me or like 
you're at a party or whatever and everyone's mm-hmm. talking in a conversation and you see someone who maybe just walked in or they just kind of walked over to your area and they don't know what's going on right. and you loop them in. You're like, oh my gosh, we were just saying this. Yes. Like, yeah. or like, hey, can I, you want to go get a, you want to go get a drink? I need to refresh mine. I'll come with you. Like they, they yeah. bring you along and it's hard to do that. It's hard to be that person when, when you don't you, know who you are. Yeah, and when yeah. you are feeling insecure, out of place, it's really hard to be that way. So yep. if you are listening to this and you're like, I don't think I'm a girl's girl, we are not coming down on you at all because we no. are coming from a place of like, we were not always <laughs> we girl's were. girls because, and still, it depends on the environment that I'm in. It's like, hard for me. Still, if I go into a birthday party or something and I don't know the other girls there and they all know each other, I'm probably just going to talk to Michael unless yeah. one of them comes up and talks to me. I'm just not extroverted enough to go like add myself to a conversation. Right. But like if someone invited me over, I would go. You know what I mean? I think my life is funny because I'm thinking about this and we mm-hmm. were um, <clears throat> we have this couple that we hang out with. And at first when these people like came onto the scene I was kind of like, I don't think I'm going to be friends with them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to vibe with her. Like, she just doesn't seem like she's my like, my wavelength. Like, I don't think we like the same things. And now that we've, like, hung out with this couple, I'm like, I actually really like this person. But for a very long time, the, like, instinct of not being a girl's girl in me was like, I don't think I want to hang out with them because I don't think I'm going to like that girl. Yeah. And now I'm like, wait, I actually really like her a lot. We have a lot in common. And a lot of stuff we don't have in common, but that's fine. And... But it's, like, that natural instinct inside my head to be, like, ugh, I don't think I want to go talk with her. This is going to be, like, a headache. I feel like I get intimidated a lot by other girls, especially girls who are, like, really, like, girls who own their own businesses or are, Mm -hmm. like, super smart or really successful in their careers Mm -hmm. intimidate me. Not in a way of, like, I don't want to be around them, but just in a way of, like, I'm scared that I won't have anything to talk to you about. So it's like, it's not that I don't like you. It's just I'm scared to approach you because like, what could we possibly have in common? But then what I've learned through like having conversations, because I have someone that I'm thinking about right. too, as you're saying that. Yeah. And I remember the first few times I met her, I was like, I don't know what to say to this person. Like, I couldn't possibly have anything in common with her. Yeah. And we do have a ton in common. So it's like, you just have to get to know people. Yeah. I think girls are a lot more alike than we think. Also, when in doubt, tell a period story. Oh my gosh! Seriously, <laughs> like, that's the common bond. It really the uniter. There of us is all. nothing that will get a group of girls talking with passion and animation, like asking them, like, "How are your hormones?" And everyone's like, "Oh my god, they're terrible." Let me tell you exactly why. And then it is amazing to me, and I am this person. Like, I will launch into a thirty-minute story if I don't guard myself about like you know what I mean yes yes it's yes. just everyone has one and I'm not saying you have to tell like some gross disgusting period story but it's like I want to know like how are you doing how's, well, it, I how's think it going it's just um a common bond we all have and then somewhere because well, all of us got of... shoved on birth control when we were 15 by doctors who didn't like want to listen to us sorry that that's my conversation box. for another <laughs> episode but at your birthday party I've talked to your sister, Abby, maybe one other time. Yeah. She and I talked about, like, birth control and hormones for, like, 30 minutes. Yep. It's common <laughs> bond, the uniter of us all. Yeah. It's, I, like, and it doesn't have to be that, obviously, but I think, like, girls are really good naturally at, like, opening up to each other. And I think 
I think sometimes we get in our heads and we get insecure and it's like, oh, I don't want to talk to her because I'm intimidated or like it sounds rude, but, you know, it's like I have all the friends I need. I don't need to make a new friend. Yeah. But then if you just let yourself like if someone starts opening up to you or just inviting you to talk to them, if you just kind of follow them nine times out of ten, you're going to have something in common and it's going to be way less painful than you think it's going to be. End up being friends. Yeah. And you probably will end up being friends and you'll probably be like. Oh my gosh, we both got shoved on birth control when we were 15, and now we're, like, figuring it out a decade later. This is so not fun for us. Cool, cool. Um, okay, so we both weren't always girls' girls. Yeah. But how would you say your life has changed now that you've embraced being a girls' girl? Um, well, it's like I said earlier, like, I've, I've always had really strong female friendships, mm-hmm. but I think how it's changed is in high school, my female friendships were not like the pillar of my life yep i think i underappreciated them Mm -hmm. it was like they were there and they were obviously important people to me yeah but my main focus day-to-day was like honestly like boy drama or like school or family drama and then it was like oh my friends are there we're all gonna do something this weekend but we're probably all just gonna sit around and talk about boys you know what i mean (laughs) which again is part of being like 16 right but i think now my female friendships truly are like the pillar Aside, obviously, from, like, my marriage, but... Right. They're the pillar of They're the pillar of my social life. Yes. Like, I am sorry if you are one of uh, Michael's male friends that's listening. I love you. You're amazing. But I would, 10 out of 10 times, choose an all-girls night over, like, a mixed bag night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, we have lots of mixed bag nights. We do, like, game nights and stuff with yeah. all the spouses, and they're fun. But there's just something, even when we do that, we always end up splitting. Always. We always end up, the like girls are in the living rules. room. It, it is. <laughs> like, everyone comes over and it ends up boys in one room, girls in another. Yeah. And I think it's just, like, it is so fun. It's and so it's, fun. like, my female friendships have become the thing I look forward to the most. Yeah. And, like, I think I genuinely care. And, again, I keep saying this. I'm feeding the horse twice. But it's, like, I genuinely care so much more about my friends now mm-hmm. I think when I was in middle and high school it was like what can my friends do for me or like I'm going through something I need my friends yeah whereas now like I am more concerned about like being a good friend because I want I need my friendships to last yes like I don't I can't imagine like not having friends that are like lifelong girlfriends when I'm like in my 40s and 50s right it's like you need each other for survival right so it's like I think I'm aware of that and I'm also aware we've talked about this like we're probably not all gonna live in the same city forever yeah so I think I'm just I'm really aware we're in that season where like we we kind of went through the like engagement marriage season all together people are like having babies which is amazing and beautiful but it's like at some point people are going to start peeling off and mm-hmm. going places mm-hmm. and so i want to know that my friendships are strong enough to withstand that distance yeah. because i'm always going to welcome new friends into my circle but i don't want to have to start at square one no i remember terrible. being in college and literally like praying and crying and being like i have no friends yeah. like i had my friends from high school but they were 1600 miles away yeah. and i had like surface level friends but I didn't have any like I can send you a voice memo crying in my car friends which Chelsea and I do weekly (laughs) (laughs) if not daily (laughs) but 
Like, I just didn't have those. And so I remember realizing a couple of years ago when I was sitting around looking at, like, you and, like, our whole group of friends that are girls. I was like, mm-hmm. holy crap. Like, I do not ever want to take this for granted because mm-hmm. this is so special. So also, if you're listening and you don't have that, just keep trying. And, yeah. like, obviously if you're listening you've probably listened to the story of how chelsea and i became friends yeah. it was not easy no we had to work glamorous. to become friends it was and, uncomfortable and awkward we, but we did it and it's so worth it and like you just have to keep pushing and keep putting yourself out there and being open because female friendships are literally life-saving yeah um riley and i were at chili's last night because mm-hmm. obviously bogo margaritas and I was talking to her about one of our friends is getting ready to have a baby and you were asking me mm-hmm. what is like a great thing to do for a mom that like they just had a baby. And one thing that I realized that I didn't do for myself was allow myself to be Chelsea as a friend Yeah. during in my like postpartum season. And <clears throat> when I think about like girls nights or hanging out with the girls, it brings me back in I think a healthy way to the like not childish version of myself because I'm not a child but like as you get older and you mature you start wearing different hats so it's like Mm -hmm. I become a wife I become a mother I become an employee or I become a business owner and like that requires and demands something of you but up until you start putting those hats on your whole life you're just Chelsea or you're just Riley Mm -hmm. and then when you and so I think when I hang out with my friends it just brings me back to like I can just be Chelsea here like yeah there's not um a level of expectation for me needed in this moment not that I can't do that with Drew but it's just different like it's just different in a girl's relationship to like just sit and have a glass of wine and talk and like express your feelings and emotions in a way that other people understand I think it's so healthy to like have a small group of girls to do that Mm -hmm. and now that I've like have my girls I feel like I'm my tank gets filled up more quicker from girls nights not that I don't love hanging out with Drew or like having like all the couples or whatever come over but it just is a different experience when you like are having those conversations with just the girls there's a vulnerability that you can have with other women that you can't have in a group where there's guys yeah you know what I mean I mean it obviously it's like it depends on what kind of guys are in your group and whatever Everyone's friends are different. But in our friend group, yeah. specifically, there's, like, a kind of conversation that can just flow where, like, one minute we can be saying something super deep, and then the next minute we can be, like, <laughs> laughing about something really stupid. Like, yeah. and that is just the most healing and, like, rejuvenating feeling. Like, yeah. and I think, again, one way that introverts need extroverts, like, I need my extroverted friends because mm-hmm. if not for them every girls night would get canceled because I'd be like oh I'm tired I'm just gonna like right sit on my couch tonight read my book yeah. so I need people to be like texting me proactively like I can't wait for tonight I'm so excited what are you gonna wear mm-hmm. because that amps me up yep and we were talking about this before our last girls night like we were all dead tired that day mm-hmm. we knew we were gonna drive to Tampa it would have been so easy to be like let's just rain check it like we're all tired mm-hmm. but you're gonna be tired no matter where you're at yep you're gonna be tired if you get dressed and drive to you don't have to go to another city like if you get dressed and do your makeup and go out to dinner you're gonna be tired yeah but then you're gonna get your adrenaline rush and you're gonna get filled up with your friends 
Whereas if you just stay home, you're going to be tired on your couch and like there's no return there. There's no return. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it is nice to do that. A good couch rot is good for the soul like once a week, but every night, no. Yeah. Like, okay, perfect example. Mm -hmm. Last night we had plans with another friend to go to the gym. Yep. And we were all just like not feeling a gym night. No. We were like, we can't do this tonight. Chelsea texted first. <laughs> and Riley was, was like, I've been waiting for this all day. <laughs> also, everyone that I know and their freaking dog is synced right now. So it's like when you're on your menstrual cycle, you are like not trying to go no. squat I however many no, pounds. I'm not going to the gym. I say that as if we've ever stepped foot in a squat rack. We haven't. <laughs> we use the treadmill. Anyway, we were just not feeling it. And Chelsea texted and was like, I'm feeling like I need just like a chippies and margs kind of night Mm -hmm. like that's what my body and my soul needs and i was like thank god because same and our other friend gracefully bowed out and that's fine because i was like i get it we all need like a couch rot yeah bless you i hope you love that and chelsea and i went to chili's and then there was like a belligerently drunk 50 plus year old (laughs) woman screaming at the bar wait what did she scream what did she scream i'm not gonna repeat it in the microphone it was foul (laughs) <laughs> you know what she said oh it was something about arby's oh my god we're not getting into it it was literally so funny it was disturbing <laughs> if was you so want to know what she said you can text us privately i'm not saying it it was foul anyway sometimes it's worth the effort of like spending yes. the energy on an all-out girls night mm-hmm. but sometimes you just call an audible and you're like hey i don't want to go to the gym tonight or I don't want to drive all the way to Tampa tonight. Like, right. let's do a movies and brownies night at my house. Right. You know what I mean? Ugh, wow. I think it's night. just worth it to push through and, like, keep pursuing your friendships. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of think about it like dating. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. But it's kind of more like high stakes. Yeah. Well, it's like, it is like dating and it isn't, I guess, because it's like, it's like dating in the sense that... You have to get to know each other and, like know what environments are like everyone's favorite and yeah like, okay and you have to you put the feeling? effort in like you can't bail every time right. and expect someone not to break up with you but at the same time i think there's a safety in friendships where yeah, that's true it's like even if we had plans i have a friend who one time canceled on me like five times in a row to the point where i was like getting a little annoyed i was like okay are we ever <laughs> actually gonna hang out but it was i was like i'm not gonna get in a fight about it no you know? it's like yeah. she's busy whatever so i gave it a beat she was in a season and then it all went back to normal and it was fine i also think that's a huge thing like girls get a bad rap for being dramatic (laughs) and you can just decide to not be dramatic it's really quite (laughs) it's really easy it's just don't be offendable yeah have some thick skin it's newsflash not all about you yeah people have lives they get tired they make other plans they have other friends like, if I I asked you last minute if you wanted to go get drinks after this tonight, and if you had said no, there's 0% of me that would have been offended. Right. Even if you just said, no, I don't want to go. I'd yeah. be like, okay, cool. That's like not being rude. That's no. just being honest. Yes. And I feel like that's the part that's sticky for me mm. about being a girl's girl is mm-hmm. like, there are toxic girls, but there are toxic guys too. It's like yeah. every anyone can be a little bit toxic. So it's... We were talking yeah. about this. Okay, <laughs> it's like that 14-year-old girl on TikTok. I don't even know her name. She's blonde. Either. You know who I'm talking about. And she's ranting and, like, 
basically crab talking girls on her TikTok. And that's how she's getting famous. I'm like, you're not a girl's girl. Like, you're not because you're tearing down other women. You're not building them up. So I'm not going to go in all in to support you because you're, why would I want to support someone who's tearing down other women? Yeah, well, we saw, like, someone else responded, or she made a video that was like, everyone says they're a girl's girl, or everyone says, like, women supporting women until they decide that they don't like me. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, I'm women supporting women, but I'm not, I'm not going to support a woman whose brand is tearing down other women. Absolutely You know what I mean? It's like, it's not an all-encompassing statement. You still have to be a good person for me to support (laughs) you. And then I'm like, this is so dumb. She's literally 14. I know, Her frontal lobe is not fully formed. But someone needs to help her out. Someone needs to help her. I swipe past your video so fast. The girl, she's like why I was afraid of girls in high school. Mm -hmm. That type. And, And honestly, none of my friends were her. Right. None of my friends were her. But for some reason, I was afraid that I was going to get hurt. I don't know. Did you have, like, a mean girl in high school? Um, not in high school. I had, <laughs> this is actually just, like, a memory that resurfaced in my brain. But I had one friend in, like, elementary school, middle school age. And she was, um, ended up basically hurting me over a Polly Pocket dress. I'm not going to go about it on the podcast because <laughs> it's too intense. But... After that, I was like, I'm not friends with you anymore. This is not safe for me. Yeah. And so she just kind of ruined it for me. And then I went to a new school and everyone had gone there since kindergarten. So it was kind of hard to break into like the private school Mm. cliques. Mm -hmm. And I had a friend and like a really good friend all throughout that. And she kind of helped me navigate other ones. But I think I had some like damage from that first friendship when I was so young. Dang. Wow, I didn't know I was going to say that on here. I know. Are you okay? I'm fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm fine now. I'm like worried about you with the Polly Pocket dress trauma. <laughs> Honestly, I think back about it now and I ask my mom so many questions. Like, as a mom, how did you respond to blah, blah, blah? Because I'm like interested in her parenting and yeah. like thinking about if that would happen to Blair, what I would do. And it's just very interesting, like looking at it from that perspective. But that's another conversation for, for another day. day i'm just thankful that i feel like girls are so happy to be girls lately yeah. and i feel like for a while and obviously this is true but for a while it was very like i hate being a woman nothing is fair mm-hmm. blah 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 which obviously yes like it's, it holds water. there's so much about being a woman that's not fair and not ideal but I'm happy to see kind of a, a refreshing narrative of, like, all of that can be true and I can love being a girl. Right. And yep. I can love all these things about being a girl and I can love my female friendships. It just is so, like, wholesome. And I'm even seeing people look at, like, their relationships with, like, their sisters and their mm-hmm. mom and their grandma in, like, a new light. Yeah. I don't have any sisters. Have you thought about that mm-hmm. in all this girlhood stuff? No, I think as I got older, I got, like, closer with my sisters, Mm. but no. No changes? I mean, we're closer and, like, we talk and stuff, but I don't think, I think that's more of, like, a sibling relationship than it is a friend, because siblings are, like, always going to be there. Friends, sometimes they're for seasons or sometimes they're for life, but, like, my sisters are always going to be my sisters. Yeah, that's true. That's so comforting. If you're listening to this and you have a girls' night, 
tag us. We want to see your photos. Yeah. How cute would that be? I would love to see all like the I girls' night photos. I would love it. DM us your girls' night photos. If you're getting marks, if you're eating brownies at home, drinking a glass of wine, whatever you're doing, we want to see it. Or if you're doing a Zoom hang. Zoom we did hangs. one of those. Yes. Like, I want to see girls being girls, like all of our friends. I think it would be so fun. Yes. I would love that. This is so fun. I love talking about girls. Girls are magic. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.